Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Hey, 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 happy Friday, everyone. It's Coach Lois here. Super excited for another uh, amazing, I have to say, although I say that probably about all of my shows. Uh, however, I'm really, really excited about today's topic. Um, if you've been following me, I've been in this transformation phase now for several months. And actually, as a result, um, celebrating my podcast, rebirthing my membership program, um, shifting internally leads to shifting externally. And we're going to be talking a lot about that today with my amazing guests. And I just want to go through the welcome. Um, if you guys are tuning in live, you know the drill. Comment below, hashtag live. And if you're showing up later on the replay, hashtag replay. This show is designed for you, the salesperson, entrepreneur, coaches, healers, all of it to be able to live your best life, your best health, your best wealth, through trusting your best innate wisdom, not the wisdom of all of society, all of the others, all of the things. So um, I'm super excited to have you here, Gail. Oh, me too. Woohoo! It's a huge month. As we talked about before the show, maybe we can you know, talk a little bit more about that as we evolve. Um, I, I do feel like you guys are going to see a lot of value. So as always, besides commenting below, hit the share button. Sharing is caring. You never know who might have an impact or a shift today, because we're going to be talking about shame and how that can definitely disempower you and uh, be really impactful in all areas of your life, your health, your wealth, and of course, your wisdom. So Gail Craft, um, she's an author, podcaster, my newest friend. I'm on her podcast this month talking about my own shame journey, and she became a coach over a decade ago. And as after that went through a transformational journey, discovered her own healing and became an empowerment master. So I can't wait for you to share what that is. And she started getting clients who are looking for that deep, deep work. So her sessions, she goes deep. So Gail, please tell us more about your story and how you became an empowerment master. An empowerment master. Yeah. So I am a, a child from corporate America. Definitely not about empowerment, all about, you know, nuts and bolts, bottom line. You know, what, how did we do this quarter? Um, and I stepped out of that realm. You know, long story, there's a story about that too, around 2008. And I started consulting as a business consultant. And I decided to become a business coach, right? So I took a business coach course, became certified as a business coach, and realized I was missing something critical. I was missing people. And what I mean by that is, it doesn't matter how good your processor systems are. If you're not touching the heart of the people that you're working with, it's not going to succeed. And I knew that. So I got me this thing called life coaching certification. 
thinking that I'll add that to my repertoire. Well, after that, that was it. It it called me. That's my meaning, my purpose in life. And so through the process of utilizing those tools, I also started to explore what does this coaching world mean? And I got involved in NLP. I got involved with actually for about five or six years working with motivational speakers on stage with them or crewing for them and got really involved in this world of accelerating change mm-hmm. until my world crashed in 2018, where I, well, maybe it was 2016. I was with a motivational speaker. I had given up everything to support her vision. And including moving out of beautiful San Diego, getting rid of my clients, closing my business down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a disaster. And I, and I saw the behind the scenes person who was not the on stage person and got devastated. In that process, Lois, I literally thought I was dying from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I was so crushed by this experience. And I knew that I needed to find out why I allowed myself to get into this situation and start healing me. Mm. Right. And it really was at that point, I had a choice, go to the hospital or heal. And I chose to heal. Right. And it was, it's been a journey ever since of taking those blocks and those those restrictions and I hate those words because they mean nothing because they're so overused but it's really to get past the ego and into the light that is you the light that is who we are to begin with and it was it saved me and it has saved many clients and I have clients who come to me for leadership skills and we go down this path because Mm -hmm. nothing works until you heal yourself and that mm. doesn't stop, guys. I'm still healing. It, you know, you don't like, you're not done. It's not a one and done deal. <laughs> Wait, no. There's not a magic pill or a quick fix and instant gratification, Gail? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is gratification, but not instant. Um, <laughs> and definitely so much more rewarding because your relationships change and they either get richer Mm. or the fallacy of what they are is exposed right so many relationships and and i'm talking about me guys this you know so i'm not blaming i'm saying this is my experience Mm. so many relationships were based on gossip based on disrespecting others Mm-hmm. Uh, based on um, pain, sharing, but not clearing pain, but anchoring pain, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, in order to feel not so bad about who I thought I was. And that's the thing. I looked myself in the mirror at one time and said, I don't even like who you are. Mm-hmm. How can anyone else like who I am? So that is part of the empowering process. And I call it the empowering process because it doesn't end, hun. <laughs> it just gets better. I love it. I like to oh. call it a, I like to call it a journey, not just because I like the, the band or plant medicine journeys. It, it's a, it's like one foot in front of the other. Totally. Uh, yeah. a process. 
I love yeah. that. You said something that I can identify with, and I know we're gonna we're gonna dive deep into shame here in a little bit. Um, however, I remember, and for me, it was about eighteen months ago, and you know, I've been coming out about my story. Uh, so yours was. 2018-ish. And I, I looked into the mirror and realized how much I hated myself. It was so painful. It was so scary. I didn't want to look at it, right? I, mm-hmm. I wanted to avoid it like the plague. So maybe if you want to share uh, maybe any quick tips about how does someone start this process? And then I know you and I both uncovered our biggest, um, I call it a trauma response, you know, was what I discovered was shame and worthlessness. That was my, my deep, dark shadow that came forth. And it sounds like it was the same for you, but how do you get there? How do you unpack that? Oh my goodness. Um, first of all, I would highly suggest not doing it alone. It, you know, I can give you a list of books to read. Don't do that. You know, there, you're going to try these exercises and tomorrow you'll wake up still feeling the pain. Right. Um, definitely work with someone. And for a quick hit is to first understand that you're here to be loved. Mm. And I don't mean loved by someone else, but to be loved by yourself and to be loved by your creator. And I don't care who you call them, mm-hmm. you know, call it Allah, call it God, call it the universe, call it source, call it macaroni, does not matter right something created the spirit the soul this this third brain like you like to call it um it exists and that's where the love is and that existence loves you unconditionally mm-hmm. unconditionally and we're not separate we're not separate. And we're not separate so feel it when you say unconditional love it's, it doesn't mean, well, then I can go out and murder somebody and I'm still going to be loved. No, it doesn't give you a ticket to go and intentionally cause harm. It gives you the ticket to intentionally forgive yourself, mm. right? For maybe making not the best choice you could have made at the time because you were not aware that there is choice in your life, right? And so that's, that's it. It really is forgiveness and loving yourself first. Because once you do that, then you're brave enough to pick up the phone and call Lois, brave enough to pick up the phone and call me, brave enough to pick up the phone and say, okay, I'm ready to do this thing. And that's what I wrote down before we talk, when we're ready. For some reason today, I wrote down when we're ready, but don't do it until we're ready. But when you're ready, we're ready for you. How does somebody know that they're ready? The day that you look yourself in the mirror and you don't like what you see anymore. The day that you're in pain and you're like, I don't want this pain anymore. The day that you're feeling alone and and disempowered and you don't want to feel alone or disempowered. The day that you don't want this bullshit anymore. Whatever that is. Cool. Awesome. I just wanted to share that. And I also would say... When you said the alone is a lot of people, and I was there, okay. Um, I remember reading the Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer, and it pissed me off. That also showed me that I I had to make a change because I was in this stuck, 
place and his words spoke to me. Um, so that's just another thing is if things are triggering you and yet, you know, in your spirit that something's got to like the movie, something's got to give, something's right. got to change. Um, don't do it alone. Like she said, when in doubt, reach out and, and we're here for you. Um, so how did you discover the, the shame? Some people call it the shame spiral or, or the, the shadow. Um, how did you discover that for you? Well, I've been doing shadow work for a while. Um, and, you know, that's in layers as well. And the, guys, shadow work isn't some mysterious thing. It's looking at the things that we've suppressed in our life because we're, you know, good girls don't do that. Good girls don't say that. Right. And mm. shining a light on what really is going on. Um, I would say I was dancing around it until April of last year, May of last year. I have a dear friend who passed away that at that time and she was a multiple which means she came from a very abusive life um she was um a functioning alcoholic and you know a whole bunch of other things but she was my dear friend since i was 19 mm. and she died because she was also a bulimic and you know eventually killed herself that way and when she died i had my podcast and i thought i need to tell her story but I can't tell her story. It's not my place to tell. But I can tell stories that reflect what she went through. And so last April, I had a series called The Shame Of. And we had the shame of rape, the shame of substance abuse, the shame of dependencies. There's just a whole bunch of shame. And as I was going through that with my guests, who were brave enough to share some pretty horrific stories, I thought, this is... This is the root, at least for me, of everything. I lie because of shame. I hide because of shame. Mm. I put up a facade of being more than I am because of shame. Mm. I gossip because of shame. I feel ashamed because of shame. Right? <laughs> it, for me, it was an aha moment that that was. If you want to talk about the last nut for this, for my experiences, that was it. And since then, you know, a lot of ancestral things have been coming up, right? So, and that's another thing. We carry the crap of our ancestors as well as our own. So that's why it's a journey because as you peel things out, you know, oh, look at, there's something even stinkier down there. Right. And you pull it. Well, what's that all about? Right. Um, or like me, I start crying and I have to ask myself, am I crying because I'm discovering something else that needs to come up? Mm -hmm. Or am I crying from, from joy for where I'm at right now? Because a lot of times it's for joy. Mm -hmm. Right. Because of where I'm at. I'm so thankful for who I am, warts and all. I'm so thankful for the experiences I've had the opportunity to participate in mm -hmm. um, because those experiences gave me the lessons that I can show up and share with my clients. Amen to that. Yeah. Amen to that. Yeah. That's the thing is when you start this shadow work um, and if you're just joining us, please comment below um, hashtag live. This is not my normal time. So I know we are a little lighter on the live audience today, but please hit the share button because this is, 
probably the deepest, uh, most profound topic I've had in a while because who wants to talk about shame, right? I mean, what? Is that even a thing? I know you and I do. <laughs> and I know for me, I, um, I was ashamed of a lot of things. My truth, speaking mm. my truth. So I manifested an autoimmune disease in my throat. So you guys don't realize how much this can impact you. It impacts you uh, physically last, right? Because it right. starts, every disease starts spiritually. And so my soul, and I do believe this, you know, in past lives, I've been killed because I tried to speak my truth. And so in this lifetime, definitely, um, I had a, a trigger uh, when I lost everything in 2007. I had my businesses, I had three real estate related businesses, and boom, homeless, foreclosure, bankruptcy, mm -hmm. depression, suicidal thoughts. I had a uh, one of my dearest best friends, like a brother to me killed himself. And I actually was like, that makes total sense, dude. I, I totally get it. And so I, I I went into, that was when I went into the cocoon subconsciously of shame for like 14, 15 years. And I didn't really understand that's what it was until I did a plant medicine journey last October. And usually they go for about six hours. And Normally before that, they'd be blissful. You know, I'd cry a lot. I'd, you know, see past loved ones and be just really warm and fuzzy. This one was six hours of hell. And I saw myself beating myself up. You're a worthless mom. You're a binge drinking workaholic. You know, you're, you're awful. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. And I came out of that going, what was that? And, and it, it was, it was shame and judgment and right. of all the things that I hadn't want to look at that I had been, like you said, suppressing for probably 14 years since, since those turn of events in 2007. So maybe I shared some examples. Shame showed up for me is drinking too much, working too much. Those were my top two. <laughs> But how does someone know any any other tips we've talked about, but any other ways that someone can discover, oh, my gosh, that's shame. Well, in any extreme behavior. So I was a workaholic, right, and a perfectionist, right? Um, and that's how it showed up for me. Um, I started dancing and I was all about technique. Got to forward the thing that I went to that I had such joy in. I no longer had joy in because the technique had to be perfect. Right, right. Um, so it sucks the joy right out of everything. And and I had just had this feeling that I couldn't put my fingers on. Right. Mm -hmm. Why am I not happy? I mean, I moved to California, I had a great condo, I had lots of friends, right? I had so much quote, air quotes folks going for me, right? Um, and yet I was running from life. I was running away from what I thought I wanted. And so part of this journey of clearing shame is really identifying what are your values and how have you dishonored them? And that's cool, you know, that's why this stuff manifested in your life. And how do I get back into a life where I honor my values and I have clear boundaries that I stick to, right? And boundaries are not set in stone. 
because we grow, our values never change, but our approach and our choices start to change because we look at things differently. Everything is perspective, guys. Everything is a story. Nothing is real. So the pain that you hold on to, you've made that pain up as well because you have a judgment against how dare they do that to me? Who are they to do that to me? Right? And so once you start throwing that out, you, that, that anger it starts to come back towards you. Right? And it's so compl- complicated. And I would say that, again, shame is the root of everything. It's the mm. root, you know, you're being judged and you're being judged because you don't think you're good enough. If someone's judging you and you believe you're good enough, that judgment just has nothing. It has no impact on you. Mm-hmm. How can it? Well, you hit you hit something that I'd like to to maybe go a little bit deeper with because we've been programmed by this society, this I'm going to just call it what it is, this illusion of melodrama that is a mirror to us, right? Our family of origin mirrors us, our our friends, our siblings, our colleagues, our mentors. I know anyway, we, we don't have to go there, but but we you and I have talked about how even mentors in our lives mirrored shame to us. And we didn't know that that's what it was, right? And right. we maybe had some judgments of them or we had really, really bad experiences that woke us up. And yet I, I don't know about you, but I repeated a lot of the same. You know, it's like the person that marries five husbands and they're all the it's, same. It's Groundhog Day. Your life is Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, right. And so I just want to talk about that a little bit because people don't necessarily, and this is maybe a little esoteric for some of you guys out there. And I just want you to know that it's okay if it if it triggers you, you might want to actually start studying and exploring this, the fact that we are living in this illusion and everything is a mirror to us. Cause that was something someone said to me um, at the beginning of, of my spiritual journey about 18 months ago when I thought, Oh, I don't think I'm going to stay with my husband because man, he's got problems. Right. <laughs> right. And, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> and he said, Lois, everyone, including him is a mirror to you. And that means you got to go inward to find out why. And I was right. like, Whoa, I got chills right now, actually, just reminding myself of that. Um, so can you talk a little bit about those mirrors in our life and those sure. repeat the, the Groundhog Day thing that you were talking about? Sure. sure. Well, I'll give you an example of a, a recent evidence of clearing. So this is evidence of clearing. So, um, so I had belonged to a mastermind group, which I'm no longer involved in. Um, and I had a meeting with one of the participants there, and we're in different time zones. So he gets on the phone hours before me, right? But did not send me a message that said, hey, where are you? I get on the phone when it's what my calendar tells me is the right time, right? And five minutes later, I'm sending him a text and an email, are you okay? And I get this scathing response of, well, I was on the phone for a half hour and you didn't show. I'm like, oh, this is, they must, our, our calendars must be out of sync. So I didn't react. But that same day, he posted on Facebook about the rudeness of being stood up when someone thinks they're professional. So 
My first response was, quite frankly, guys, fuck you. That was my first response, right? And then I stopped and I went, boy, this man is really in pain. This man really has deep-seated issues that he has to lash out like this on something that was an innocent mistake. And this man is a coach. Holy shit. That was my response. Mm-hmm. Versus when you have, and so, and so, like I said, shame is a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. And I would have in the past responded. Now, shame repeating itself. So we'll talk about multiple marriages. That's me, right? Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I, I was raised, in that, and I will tell you this. My mom passed when I was young. I was three. My siblings were older, married, had their own children out of the house, except for one or two who were teenagers and working. And my father worked nights. And I would hear this man say on the phone to prospective girlfriends, life is so hard for me. My wife dies and leaves me with this child. I have to play the father and the mother. And I hear this. And I'm thinking, I am a burden to my family Hmm. so can you imagine my first marriage and there's a whole bunch of reasons on both sides why that didn't work looking for that family for that love that i never had from someone who was incapable of giving to me what i was looking for Hmm. divorce second marriage same thing right looking for the family and and not getting what i was looking for um and again that ended and again two sides to every story but this is my side right i was looking for something and didn't even realize how in pain i was and how ashamed i was at being a burden and i was like i'm not going to be a burden and so my forceful self-reliance for my first husband he said well what do you need me for you can do everything right and right and because i could could make more money i could hammer a nail (laughs) right and so this is what i mean by repeating patterns right so yeah, you reminded me. You, you and I have similar. I didn't realize that because um, my mom left when I was four. She didn't die, but it was like she had because she was abandonment uh, is abandonment. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And so raised by a single father, much older brother. I, I definitely adopted a lot of those masculine dominant. I'm independent. I'm a good girl. I don't need help. I can do it all myself. Which yep. then, that then perpetuated into the workaholism and and drinking too much. Because if I wasn't perfect. I wasn't doing it all myself. There must be something wrong with me, Gail. Oh, my God. I took the blame. So blame, blame game. I love the blame game. I took the blame for two failed marriages. Mm. The first one, you know, it's my responsibility to make this work. You can't make anything happen. You can create but you can't make anything happen, especially make someone else anything. Oh. Hello? You have to work on yourself. And the second marriage, you know, I'm both cases I married angry men, right? They manifested their anger in a different way. 
but you know, one was a narcissist, that was his anger, and the other was literally, you know, fly off the handle anger, right? Which scared me. Anger scares me. Because I would hear that from my father, right? Yeah, it was a trigger. It was a trigger, absolutely. Um, and when I left my second husband, I swore I was not getting into a relationship again until I figured out what the fuck was wrong with me. Because mm -hmm. even then, even though I was not yet going on this journey, I knew this, this, this is you, Gail. You're making these choices. And why, I don't know, but you need to stop making these choices. Mm -hmm. Right? And now, um, you know, I, I would say I understood or I understand where they were coming from, from where I was coming from. Right. I can, that's what, when you that's talk the, reflection, right. That's the mirror, right. You, they are responding or not responding, reacting to the energy that you're pushing out. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. And the energy I was pushing out was that I'm not good enough, but I'm going to try so hard to make this good. Oops. I didn't wash the floor. Oh crap. I, I suck. Right. I mean, just, and then, well, if I suck, then you suck because you must be making terrible choices. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's really so convoluted. That's why you need to work with someone. You can't do this on your own because it's too complex of an issue. Yeah. I've worked with people who've been with shrinks and with me. Right. Because we have different approaches. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I do know, and I again, this is just my experience and my journey because I did try psychotherapy. I did do grief counseling and they helped to a degree. Um, however, in, in, in my response, my experience, a lot of times it actually drove me deeper into wanting to work more and drink more because um, peeling back the layer and looking at the shadow, in this case, we're talking about shame today. Um, those are definitely different tools. Don't you, don't you think when it, that's why you're an empowerment master and why I do what I do now? Well, here's, here's the thing. You can go and relive the experience, which is what a, a psychiatrist is going to do. And that is going to bring the past back into the present and anchor it even deeper. Yeah. Whereas what I do is look for the lessons, look for the gifts, and look for thank you, because like I said, if I hadn't gone through that, I wouldn't have this to share with you, right? Yeah. And it's in the past. That's not this moment right now. And projecting into the future is not this moment right now. This moment right now is a beautiful moment right now because I'm making it that. And so make every moment a beautiful, loving, caring, you know, warm cherishing moment and and i use this process you want to come to me for leadership skills absolutely we'll talk about communication we're going to get to that route you want to talk to me about management skills right which is a little bit different right how to lead a team versus how to lead yourself again we're going to get into the same kind of stuff because how are you showing up mm. that you're not growing your business yeah, that's, right. that's why, yeah, that's why I now call myself a transformational sales coach. Just a shout out to, to shining a light on that. I used right. to be a sales coach or trainer, right? Um, right. However, to your point, 
people would come to me for the sales tactic, Gail, the, the lead generation strategy. Just tell me what to do, Lois. Put me in coach. I'm ready to play. And then I found a lot of people weren't ready to, to actually take action in because they weren't in alignment inside, right? The self-sabotage, the not enoughness, the shame. Oh, I didn't do my lead generation yesterday, so I'm just not going to do it today because, you know, it's... Because it's, I suck, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's where, again, society, the coming from a problem-solving instant gratification structure, I just want to shine a light that that's also what I learned um, you want to come from a place of heart-centered, loving yourself. I choose who I want to work with today. I choose to go and have conversations today coming from a place of loving yourself first. Radically, radically, radically changed my own lead generation style. And because a lot of times sales, right, people want to push in leadership, right? They maybe want to be more like dictators or, you know, more of that, that masculine dominant energy and, and women and men, not, and I'm not talking men, this is masculine. Right. It's an energy, right. That, that comes from um, actually a lot of shame and hiding behind that. Would you agree that's what you've found as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I'll give you an example of, of how I dealt with overwhelmness just recently. I got up, I think it was Monday or Tuesday, doesn't matter, this week, it was this week, and I had so much on my plate that I wanted to get done, that I was feeling, your breath gets taken away, right, overwhelmed, and as soon as I did that, I thought, oh, I need a bubble bath. I saw your Facebook post, that was perfect, so so this is actually a great transition, because we are, just so you guys, if you're just joining us, um, we're going longer today. However, we will wrap it up like in the next seven minutes. So if you can hang out, um, That'd be I, would awesome. like, I would like to transition now to, and I'm going to share one of my favorite things that I, that I do for self-care and transitioning out of the, the shameful inner child that shows up all of a sudden. So t- talk us, to us about how you that day and then any other quick tips of how once you're shining a light on that sh- shame or shadow, then how do you kind of like catch yourself? have a conscious interrupt and shift into a healthier space, we'll call it. Well, when you're having this, this feeling of shame, when you recognize that you're having it, because we don't recognize it, quite frankly, but when you do, um, that is your injured inner child. Your conscious mind is your adult child. Your super conscious mind is the family, right? And I have done this with clients. We'll say, take that child out, sit that child down and say, I love you. I got this. You're safe. Mm. I will protect you. Mm. Don't worry. We'll do this together. Mm. You just love, love, love that inner child and recognize the pain that that child. Don't bury your pain anymore. Don't bury it. Love it. And if you have to pull through from the family, your ancestors and and whoever, and I don't care what, pro- call on Christ, call on the universe, call on your ancestors, call on whoever you call on, call on the invisible man to come and help support you, support this child. Mm. Yes. I love that. Do you mind if I share my little my little drumming thing? 
Oh, please do. I love it. Speaking so, of inner child. I know. <laughs> so just so you guys know what I went through and when I discovered the shame and I, I realized I don't want to work too much anymore. I don't want to drink too much anymore. I've had family members and many friends die of suicide and alcoholism and overdoses. And they've, they've come to me in my dreams. They've come to me in my journeys and they said, Lois, you are our voice. You are here for a purpose. You've gone through this journey of shame and worthlessness, and we want to help. So, and my ancestors also showed me, you know, what is my truth? And I love music. That's my truth. And I love laughter. That's my truth. And I love joy. And that little girl, right? Um, at least the last 15 years, there was not a lot of music, laughter and joy, right? It was just Urgh, nope, I'm going to work hard and urgh, right? I'm uh, going to barrel through it. Yep. <laughs> so one of my, um, one, a shaman that I connected with in March, just March, she said, girl, you got to sleep with your teddy bear. Connect with that little girl every night. So that's what I did for uh, up until just recently. I clutched that teddy bear like nobody's business every night. And in the daytime, what she said, she's like, you got to make yourself a drum. Your first sound, and we are all connected by sound, your first sound when you are in utero that you hear is your mother's heartbeat. And remember, since I never really had a mom, that was a deep, you know, or origin story of my shame. I don't have a mom. I'm not enough. I must be worthless. I'm ashamed that I don't have a mom because everybody else in my class had a mom. Why don't I? You know, all of that story, yeah. right? So, dun, da, da, dun, I got a drum. And being able to connect with that heartbeat every day. And I made this, right? It's buffalo skin. So, again, going back to ancestral times right i think all of our ancestors were playing drums at some point in time yeah. no matter where you came from and then i started singing you know love love is love you are love love lights the way shine your Speak your truth. Don't run away. You are love, and that you will stay. And I was blown away at one point how like my heart chakra came open even my womb was like pulsating and it was just like a sacred union within myself that started started <laughs> like you said it's a process to to release that that shame so i just wanted to share that with you guys if if you're into music if you're into singing vocalization right i had that manifestation of that autoimmune disease in my throat because I was afraid to speak. I was afraid to sing. I was afraid to laugh and dance and play because of that, that wounded inner girl shame journey that I had been just uh, uh, stuffing down. 
Oh my God, we could go on and on about the physical ailments I had as a child because, because of what, I mean, I had ulcers at 13. I had constant tonsillitis. I mean, there was just so much that was going on in my life because I was burying so much, right? And then coming up braver, right? I mean, I was at 18, hard ass bitch, right? I was going to conquer the world and I was going to take it on. And I did. I mean, I climbed the corporate ladder, guys. Very quickly, very quickly. I was on the board of directors of some big companies, hated every moment of it, but mm. it was that energy, that anger, right? Trying to prove myself. I have to be the best at this. I have to be the best at that. I have to do more than this, right? Mm. Um, even though I didn't like where I was going. Right. Yeah. I know it's, um, it's so subconscious and we can, again, um, We've, we've covered a lot and, and this was a heavier topic today, guys. However, I, I do want to know, um, Gail, I'd love for you to share. How can you support? I'm going to share the, the link on the screen and I'm going to put it in the show notes. Like Gail said, this is not a solo journey. This is not a solo flight. Um, otherwise you can crash. And, um, I know I've lost many friends to suicide because the root cause was shame. And, and so I know you can help. How can they, uh, how can they get help from you? So that's uh, a link for a complimentary session. It really is a free 30 minutes with me to talk. And it's not a sales call, guys. It is truly what does the coaching experience look like with me, right? And if there's a connection, then we take it from there. If there's not a connection, but you're looking for someone, I refer out. My purpose on this earth is to help you. And if I'm not the right person, let's discover. And if I am awesome, if I'm not, I will find you someone else to work with. And I've done that. It's about you. It's not about me. Yeah, that's the uh, the abundance mindset as well. Um, you yeah. see a lot of coaches and sales people, uh, they like that scarcity I have, everyone has to work with me. I have to be all things to all people. Yeah. That, that doesn't work anymore. Does it? Well, you know, both, both of us would be miserable. I mean, I, I'll tell you a quick, quick story. I had a client that I worked with for years and there was a point where I knew that we were no longer good for each other mm -hmm. and I didn't let her go. Mm. And then I had to fire her. Very bad for both of us. Very bad experience. Right. As soon as what I had to offer and what she was look, looking for no longer were in alignment, I should have helped her find someone else. Yeah. 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 It's all good. I mean, now that's why I always say that's why a lot of people are afraid to maybe hire someone or partner with someone. I could go on for hours how partnerships didn't work out for me. But again, every single one was a teacher. Every right. single client experience again, mirror experience. So mm -hmm. I can't thank you enough for being here today. I'm, I'm so excited that I, I get to be on your show this month. That'll be coming up. I'll also put that in the show notes, guys. So if you want to hear my interview with the amazing Gail, just a couple quick announcements, and then I have one closing question for you, Gail. Okay. So we have a huge month this month here at Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. We are celebrating the second year anniversary. Um, 
that was actually the biggest breakthrough in starting the shame healing process because I was so ashamed of speaking my truth, being seen, being heard, imposter syndrome, all of the things. And I remember crying like a baby gal, shaken, like literally shaking just before the launch. And I launched it and I'm still going. Two years strong, 200 plus episodes. Most podcasts don't make it past three months. 70% get started, um, but then they end up fizzling fizzling out or not being seen, being heard. And then, of course, being paid. And so I'm going to talk on that anniversary episode, July 20th and 21st, um, two days, and having uh, two hours uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday the 20th, one hour on Thursday the 21st to really do a deep dive. I'm going to have a lot of special guests uh, that are going to be really uh, kind of showcasing the new and improved healthy and wealthy and wise. I'm going to be giving away $2,000 to a grand prize winner. Um, you got to register on this link also in the show notes, but second hyphen podcast hyphen anniversary site. So please register there show up on one of the days, doesn't have to be both, comment and you'll be in the the drawing for the grand prize. And I would love to have you there, Gail. So please um, sign up and and be a part of that. And then as a result of that, and this might be something Gail will be a part of, I don't know, Gail, something to think about. Um, I'm actually going to be relaunching my membership and having a huge transformational journey celebration from the 20th through the 25th, because I'm bringing in the lessons that I've learned, I'm bringing in all of the supporting coaches, facilitators, people to help you truly have a container of mindset and sales. And again, it's all from the root, the spiritual root, not the just masculine go, 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 push, push, push root that it kind of was when I launched, to be honest, that's because that's where I was. So Mm -hmm. as I have healed, just like Gail herself and transformed from within, so without, right? And so you're going to see a lot more conversations like we had today. And I'm super excited to have a huge promo to celebrate this rebirthing of my membership community that I'm, I'm going to grow to a thousand members so that people without breaking the bank can get the support they deserve to shine a light on their shadow and grow and be the healthiest, wealthiest and most wise version of themselves in the coming months ahead. So please join us for that. So Gail, last question for you. Um, When you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, uh, what does that mean for you? Well, it's a, it's a triad. And when I hear that, I think again, spiritual, physical, mental, and, and how we manifest. So healthy, wealthy, and wise means, first of all, know what's important to you. So I will say at this point in my life, I have everything that I've ever thought I would desire. I have freedom, which is absolutely the most important thing to me to come and go and do as I please when I want to. And so first identifying what is important to you and then honoring that, that brings health, that brings wealth, and that is your wisdom, right? Knowing you and knowing not what society says is important. Mm-hmm. right? Not what your parents said was important, but what really resonates with who you are. And um, and life is delicious if you do that. Just saying. 
Well, and I was going to mention this earlier. Thank you. That was beautiful. Um, I, uh, I recognized because I was stuffing down the shame, life wasn't delicious. So a lot of times we think stuffing down the bad will make things better. However, once I released the negative and shined a light on it, oh my gosh, the bliss, the authentic joy, not fabricated, the bliss, the authentic joy, the authentic music, the heart space. Me and my husband now, we're so intimate and so much in love because we realized we actually had the same wounds that were mirroring back to each other. So what pissed me off in him pissed me off, you know, vice versa. Um, right. And so right. Once we were able to release that and oh, so it, it can show up for your clients can show up in your health and your wealth and your wisdom. So thank you so much again for being here today, guys. Thank you guys so much. I, I can't see who this is. This might be Leslie for whatever reason. Um, it doesn't show your beautiful face huh. and name. Um, but if you're just joining us, the show was a little bit earlier today. So I know we usually have um, several guests on the live. So please, please watch from start to finish. Watch, watch the replay. Yeah, watch the replay and, and hit the share button um, because this is a topic that, you know, you don't often hear about on podcasts. And it, I've never talked about it on my podcast officially until today. So again, talked about shame today with Gail Craft and don't do this journey alone. Um, you are never alone, first of all. However, look for someone who, like Gail, like myself, we've we've been in the trenches and now we're here as a result of that to help you go through the trenches as well. So um, until next time, guys, uh, I do I do not have a guest next week. There's a two week lag time, but you know, I'll be showing up um, doing some impromptu episodes. So until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye bye for now. Bye. All right, all right, all right. Thank you for attending another amazing Healthy and Wealthy and Wise show. Thank you so much. Please subscribe, download, leave a review or a rating. And also, if you felt like you could benefit from some help, maybe some magnetic mind support, maybe some lead generation and sales strategy, I would love to gift you a free month of my membership or go to bookacallwithlois.com. That's right, www.bookacallwithlois.com. And if you haven't had a one-time free strategy session with me, that's my gift to you today for attending all the way to the end. Here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom.